What's up everybody? This is Sides of Boxing with your host, JJ Sermon. There's always two sides to the story, and I'm here to give you in-depth analysis of every important fight throughout the boxing year. So enjoy Sides of Boxing. On this episode of Sasa Boxing, we are going to talk about three important fights that happened this past Friday. The first fight that I'm going to talk about is Vasyl Lomachenko versus Anthony Corella. This fight was a fight that a lot of people already had uh, Lomachenko winning this fight. It was a fight that Lomachenko was a heavy favorite, and he did not disappoint. He came into this fight like a hundred to one, hundred to one favorite. And it was a very dominating performance. He knocked him out in the fourth round. It was pretty much over in the third round. He didn't win any rounds, Anthony Corella. And it was just one-sided the whole time. Uh, they came into the fight. Vasyl Lomachenko record was 12-1 and coming into this fight. And Anthony Corella was 34-6 and coming into this fight. And mind you, this is the light weight uh, division. So this is the 135-pound division. And Lomachenko is the reigning WBO as well as WBA super lightweight champion. So he has two belts right now, and he was defending it, and he ended up defending it phenomenally. I mean, what more can you say about Lomachenko? I mean, he had the man running most of the fight. The first two rounds, he was definitely just surviving by just moving around the ring, literally. He wasn't really throwing punches. He was just holding his hand up. Anthony Corella was just holding his hands up, and Lomachenko was just baiting him, just waiting until he got his spots. And it, it was just uh, very one-sided. And then they got to the point in the third round where uh, Lomachenko uh, started to pick up the pedal because Anthony Corella decided, hey, I'm going to fight now. I'm going to start boxing. And when he started to try to box Lomachenko, Lomachenko counted him. It just was... It was pretty. It was over from that point on. He caught him. The ref kind of gave him a knockdown. I thought he was about to wave off the fight, but he didn't, because he said that the Anthony was on the ropes and he was getting supported by the ropes. So he was literally looking like he was about. He was going to fall if he wasn't hanging on the ropes. So that happened at the end of the third round. Fourth round came and Lomachenko just hawked him down, hit him right in the temple, and he went straight to sleep. And that was the end of that fight. And I'm just looking forward to Lomachenko fighting more people, having better competition. Because at this point, I don't think anybody is on his level. But we will see. He's the pound for pound champion right now, according to ESPN. So we're going to see if he continues that in his next upcoming fights that he's going to have. Because he might fight Mikey Garcia. He said he want to unify the 135 division. So Mikey Garcia has one of the belts. And uh, Richard Comey has the other belt. So he was supposed to fight Richard Comey first, but he didn't get the opportunity to because Richard Comey got injured. So now we're going to see if he will be able to fight Richard Comey next or if he can get the Mikey Garcia fight. But nonetheless, he wants to unify and be the undisputed lightweight champion. So we'll see if that happens. The second fight that I'm going to talk about that happened this past Friday was Gilberto Ramirez versus Tommy Carpensi. This fight was a big fight when it came to um, Gilberto Ramirez. His nickname is Erdo, and he was a person who has a WBO super middleweight champion uh, belt, and he and that's the 168 pound 
uh, title, and he's 39 and 0 at the at the point that he was about to fight this fight. So he's going to he ended up being 40 and 0. So now he's 40 and 0, and he fought Tommy, which was he was 29 and 6 at the time. This fight was very big because this is the first time Gilberto was fighting at light heavyweight now. So he moved up to 175 pounds, which is a step up, but he looked like he was very comfortable in his weight. It seemed like like in the 168 when he was a super middleweight that he was like kind of struggling to actually make the weight. Like he was draining a lot of his energy and a lot of his weight in order to make that weight. And you can tell now at light heavyweight, in his first time fighting there, that he looked very comfortable, that this is the weight that he... Uh, would like to stay at for a while and it's a lot of competition at 175 so he definitely would get the fights that he wants and we would get a lot of entertaining fights as fans in this fight uh, with Zerto and Tommy uh, everybody just had their eyes on uh, Zerto just to see how he was going to fare in the uh, light heavyweight division. And he really did a great job. Tommy is a person that you got to get through. He's kind of like the gatekeeper. He, he fought a lot of great people. He lost to a lot of great fighters. But he is a good boxer. And he ended up coming to the fight. He already had a black eye that he was recovering from that he got inspiring. And that's just due to him not being able to like prepare uh, all the weeks like that usually other boxers usually have uh, coming up to a fight. He literally just probably got called right on the spot kind of that, hey, you're about to fight uh, Zerto. And he literally just had to spar all the way up until the point where he's about to actual fight. So, yeah, it happens sometimes with boxers and they came into the fight already kind of beat up. But um, he, he tried to put up a good fight and it was a, it was a fairly uh, entertaining fight. Uh, Zerto did what he was. He did. He actually looked a lot better than I expected because I saw the Zerto fight before against Jesse Hart, and Jesse Hart was a very good competitor, and Zerto was getting hit with quite a bit of shots. So for seeing him in this fight against Tommy, uh, he actually played a very good game plan. He was moving out of the way. He still got hit with a couple shots, but at the end of the day, his defense looked a lot better. His confidence looked a lot better. Um, His jab, his punches, he threw so many body shots, and it was showing. And he even talked about it. Tommy said he was he felt like he had broken ribs at the, uh, after the first round. And, I mean, like, that just shows the amount of power and how much he felt um, going into this fight. Zerto really put in the work, and you saw it in this fight. And, uh, he, he kept going to the body, and, I mean, he called it um, around, I think it was around five where uh, Tommy just said, no more, like, no more, like, I don't want to get in there no more, my ribs is hurting so bad, like, and they pretty much called the fight, so that was it, but that was a dominating performance by Zerto, and I'm looking forward to what he's going to do in the, like, heavyweight division, I'm ready for him to shoot for a belt, I mean, he he deserves it, man, 40 and 0, he's putting the time and he's put in the work, so now he should get better competition, and he should uh, uh, be prepared for it. Because I think he will be prepared for it, and I look forward. I'm I'm so looking forward. I know I said that a couple times, but it, he is really a good fighter, and I consider him somebody that you need to keep your eye on because he is coming to the top. So that's all I have for this fight. The last fight that I'm going to talk about on this podcast is a fight that many of you probably didn't watch if you watched the Friday Night Fights, but I'm telling you right now, you need to keep your eye out on this boxer. His name is Johnny Beck, Ali 
Canoli. And I'm trying to get the words right, so bear with me. But he is, in my opinion, the truth. He won world championships um, gold, actually. He won two of them. He won the world championship in 2013, and he also won the Asian championship in 2013. Now, you might say that's a long time ago, and a lot of things happened from that point on. But mind you, this man, uh, Johnny Beck, has been in the trenches with a lot of people, and he has uh, proved himself... Behind the scenes that he is actually a great fighter. He came into this fight uh, 5-0, and and he's now 6-0. and And he um, fought a guy named Christian uh, Oliveras, and he is 16-3. and He was 16-3 at the time. And so this is for the super middleweight division. And so that's the 168-pound division. And Johnny Beck is a fighter that is legit. Like, he is somebody that... Sh- that you, it's going to take some time for him to eventually get into the bigger fights, the belt fights. But he is somebody who definitely can contend and he can win a belt. This might be somebody that we really have to pay attention to um, in 2020 or 2021, man. Because he really has an experience. He put in the work. And right now he's looking like he's polished for this super middleweight division. So I just want to talk about that fight. It went the full rounds, but... Um, all of the 10 rounds, but in the fight though, um, Johnny Beck was throwing plenty of combinations. He's a southpaw, so he, he was moving, dodging. He, he looks very comfortable in the ring and he was throwing so many combinations. He doesn't have a strong pop that I saw, but at the end of the day, I saw that he definitely has the footwork. He has the skills and I definitely can see him winning a lot of fights in the future. So that's all I have for that fight. I just wanted to make sure I pointed him out because he definitely uh, caught my attention uh, on Friday night. And yeah, that's that's what I have to say about him. And this concludes this episode of Sasa Boxing. I appreciate each and every one of you that has listened to this podcast up until this point. I really appreciate it. Um, make sure that you uh, leave a comment and give us a great rating if you feel led to. And we got plenty of upcoming fights that's happening with Clarissa Shields, Peter Quillen, Jamie Mogia, and Chris Colbert. So stay tuned because we got many more fights to uh, analyze and get in-depth uh, commentary about what's going on in the boxing world. So stay tuned and we thank you again and God bless.